we keep an active CRM full of people and we consistently keep up with people who are interested and who have problems. And because we don't just connect with somebody and try to sell them directly, instead we connect with them, build a relationship first, and then try to sell them. That's why we are doing much better. We're basically playing the long game while everybody else is playing the short game. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Tudor Dumitrescu. He built a direct response agency to a team of 18 people currently building his second agency, helping digital agency owners walk through the same path that he did to scale to seven figures. He focuses on helping businesses attract top-tier clients through LinkedIn. Tudor, welcome to the program. It's my pleasure, Brent. Thanks for having me. So your first agency, you grew that to a, a nice size. What was the, the catalyst for you? Like, why did you decide to start a business? I mean, I started out working initially as a direct response copywriter. So that was my focus. And I was really, I got to a position where I was managing quite large campaigns um, in in the sense that I was directing and pretty much controlling the flow of what the other people were doing, such as designers, developers, um, and so on. Um, and because of that experience, I really decided, and I've been my whole life I've been entrepreneurial. But because I've al- I already had the experience, I decided, you know, if I'm asked to manage these people anyway, why don't I just build my own team? and my own network of providers that I can trust and that I can bring to different companies to really launch new products. Because with my first agency, that was our focus. We were very, very focused in the finance niche and also health and wellness, building very, very large sales funnels when companies had new products that they wanted to launch. Very cool. And and how how long did you uh, run that agency for? Well, I think that, I mean, in total, my career up to this day, it's been 12, 13 years, perhaps. So I would say that at least half, a little bit more than half of those six, seven years was with the, with, uh, with my first agency. Okay. And, and, and what was like, I mean, obviously going from like, you know, yourself up to 18 people, I mean, what was what was maybe one of the most challenging times for you in terms of of managing that growth? Was it on getting clients? Was it on trying to figure out how to deliver? Was it managing team? I think the the most difficult part was definitely managing the team, and that also makes a nice transition to why I've moved into after I basically I didn't directly sell, but what I did, I did a revenue share with two other agencies that I had partnered with in the past and they took over my clients 
And I transitioned to basically consulting work and now building a second agency with a very different business model where I don't have to manage so many people. That was the hardest part for me because I'm an introvert. Mm. It didn't come easy to me managing teams and especially the pressure of it. Like, I don't know if you've worked with product launches before, but with product launches, you always have very, very tight deadlines to meet. And it's very, very important that you meet them. There's a lot of people and a lot of moving parts that you have to manage. And it just gets very, very chaotic. I mean, we had lists with a lot of different providers that we were using in case and backups as well, in case that somebody couldn't show up for whatever reason. So, I mean, we would handle stuff like the landing pages, the ads, the email marketing, the integrations, pretty much everything that went into the sales funnel for the new product launch. Interesting. So so that kind of high pressure plus decent sized team plus being an introvert, I guess, has, as an introvert leader, were there any things, uh, anything that you found that worked for you? Or was the solution just, you know, not re- restart an agency without having to have a, a team? I mean, there were different things that worked for me trying to, for example, systematize the, the, the people that I had to interact with so that people would send reports to me continuously and I could manage them a little bit better that way. But ultimately, I, you know, I realized that it wasn't the kind of business that I wanted to take further, you know, and that was a, that was a big moment for me because I realized that I'm not building something that's associated with who I am. And so I've transitioned from that to basically helping other agency owners today with my second agency get clients and grow. Initially, I did this as a uh, consultant, basically working one-on-one with agency owners. And then at the start of this year, myself and uh, one of my partners, Tim, we decided we have to go with a model that's going to allow us to work with a lot more agencies with pricing that's a lot more affordable, right? So um, that's how I launched Tanda Digital uh, really at the beginning of this year in terms of running it uh, in an agency format. And basically we, we've focused and our our best performing system is basically through LinkedIn and it's for agencies that sell B2B. And we've really mastered the, the game when it comes to client acquisition and scaling. Our biggest month of the year was 24 new clients that we acquired in basically a single month in June. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. And so how how is the team different now? So I guess maybe zoom out, like, do you not have as many people working on the team within the agency? Yeah, so we started as two people at the beginning of the year, and now we are basically eight people, a team of eight. And I mean, we're very, very stable at the moment uh, as a team. And the big difference really compared to my first agency is that this doesn't require the degree, as many basically specialties in terms of 
uh, people as the first agency did. So with the first agency, we had to have designers, we had to have animators, video producers, video editors, uh, copywriters, pretty much everything, right? Um, there were so many different types of people involved, whereas here, we just have to have content creators and people who manage LinkedIn and our system in terms of um, helping agencies get new leads, new meetings, and obviously new business. Okay, so having a much more you know focused target market helped, and all, and then on top of that, a very focused service offering from there. Absolutely, okay. absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, that's really what we also teach agencies. I've developed based on my experience with building agencies. I've developed this model that I call it the Npot methodology, and it's basically our system for building agencies. And my philosophy is that any agency out there. Uh, really has four components which form the keys of its business model. If you know these four components, then you know the business model of the agency. And they are the niche, the problem that they solve, the offer that they make, and the transformation that they deliver. And the big problem is that a lot of agencies out there, they just go after different tactics. Today, they try Facebook ads. Tomorrow they try Google ads or they try outreach, cold email, whatever it is, but they never go to inspect and also to solve the deeper business um, strategy and marketing strategy issues that they have. I think about this NPOT model, as we call it, the business model of agencies. I think it like of it like the engine basically of a car. If the car doesn't have a powerful engine, you can hit on the accelerator, you can hit on the gas, slam it down as hard as you want. It just won't go any faster. So you need to upgrade to a bigger engine. And when we start working with a new agency, that's the first thing that we focus on. We ask them, you know, what's your niche? What niche are you serving very, very specifically? What sort of problems do they have that you can solve? Uh, how exactly do you solve those problems? What's your offer, basically? And what sort of transformation do you deliver to them? And is that transformation consistent so that you can build case studies and get proof from it? And when you put all those four factors together, you can build a really powerful engine that will be activated really through your sales and marketing activity. So I always look at sales and marketing as a way to basically test your endpoint model. You know, are the assumptions that you're making about your market and where the demand is accurate? Because if they're not, you know, you need to make changes to your endpoint model, change the niche, refine it, change the sort of problems you solve, the offer, or even the transformation that you deliver. And I find that these um, deeper changes, they have a lot more leverage when it comes to enabling you to uh, scale the agency much faster. So sales and marketing effectively becomes a way to test the endpoint model and adjust it. And by adjusting it, you're going to do better in terms of sales and marketing, which builds this sort of spiral where you uh, do better and better on a continuous basis. Very cool. So, so the you know your first agency, I guess, I guess what? How big did it get? I mean, I know in terms of people, what was the what was the revenue of the the first agency? I mean, it varied a lot in terms of month to month because we worked on a per project basis. 
And the issue with a per project basis is that we had very, very large projects, right? So we could have a project that was $50,000, right? And we could have a month, for example, when we were doing eighty, $100,000, and then a month when we were doing very little, $10,000, for example, or even less. So it varied month to month in terms of revenue, but we managed to scale to a point where we could sustain basically a uh, complete team of 18 people. Okay. And so then that, so the NPOT model is, is kind of how you, like that was version one agency or really what you developed between version one and version two, that you had to get more specific, you had to get more focused, you had to be really clear on the problem, the offer uh, that you guys created. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have it when I was building my first agency, but looking back over my experience, that's sort of how I developed it because I looked at sort of the mistakes that I made. Um, and the issues that I didn't think through. And that, that sort of helped me to create something better um, in terms of for me, right? Yeah. Because that's what ultimately matters. You want to build a business that fits the sort of lifestyle that you want to lead, which is very, very important for agency owners and something that I always talk to people about. So right now, basically, with uh, with our second agency, we've Lower the price. I mean, initially, we were, when I was working one-on-one with people, pricing varied, you know, from $10,000 to $40,000. Now our offers and pricing starting with this year has reduced to $1,000. I mean, that's sort of what allowed us to work with over 100 agencies within the span of basically this year. Just lowering the price, that has been a huge, huge, that has made a huge impact in terms of helping us scale and work with more people. Um, I think that these iterations come with time as well, right? So um, initially I started with one-on-one consulting and I realized that the only way to really scale that was to just keep going after bigger and bigger and bigger agencies. And I was still basically the limiting factor there. It was no longer the team as it was with my first agency, it was me. So I sort of moved to a model where I'm in between having a large team and pretty much working by myself. So um, this model now works much better. Our biggest issue now is that basically we've grown very, very quickly from two people to eight. We still have management issues internally in terms of taking in the growth. So, I mean, you can imagine if you add 24 new clients in a month, most agencies out there, you know, they're happy if they add two, three, four clients in a month, right? But... uh, this is you guys acquired twenty four clients in a month, or you did that for on behalf of one of your clients? No, no, we did it for ourselves. Okay, but what about like I guess I I hear in terms of like agencies, and and I'll, this might come across as being kind of blunt, but like I hear very mixed things around LinkedIn, like the the amount of people that I see making you know LinkedIn outbound work or you know, some level of LinkedIn working. Um, Like I I hear a lot of people trying it, hiring agencies for it, hiring services like, you know, Leadbird or whatever, you know, and and I I see a lot of bold promises, but, you know, I just, I the amount of agencies that I hear that are like, oh man, we're killing it on LinkedIn right now. Um, I mean, I love hearing that you guys are, but in terms of, of agencies, you know, finding, corporate clients, SMBs, medium businesses, right? I guess what what are you seeing in terms of success rate there? Because I, I guess I guess what I'm seeing is I, I'm hearing a lot of like people trying hard 
<laughs> but like few people are like crushing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of why we've started growing so fast this year because our clients, and I mean, you can see this from our case studies on our website, our clients are crushing it and we are crushing it through through LinkedIn. Uh, we've done amazing and we published our strategy. It's available on our website. If people go to tanda.digital slash playbook, maybe you can add the link in the in the show notes. They can just download and access our strategy. I would say that the biggest reason why people and agencies specifically fail on LinkedIn are basically as follows. Number one, and probably the most common reason is that they just try one method alone in isolation from everything else. And that doesn't really work. I mean, in our case, we have a model of how to do it. And the model involves a combination of inbound and content and outreach and outbound. Most people, they either do content alone um, and then pretty much nobody reaches out to them or very few people reach out to them or they just do outbound alone and then they get uh, either they get rejected or they get ignored and they struggle to actually open up um, new business. Uh, LinkedIn has started clamping out. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we had people who could send out, for example, 700 invitations to connect and 700 messages every month. Now that's down to 200. And even with that reduction, we still have amazing results. And I mean, just imagine what sort of results we had before that reduction. And the reason for this is because instead of pitching, which is what pretty much everybody does on LinkedIn, they just send pitches. Here's what we do. Here's how we can help you. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And the inbox is like flooded with these messages. We take a, an approach that's focused on building relationships first before basically selling. So we focus on starting a conversation that builds trust, delivers value and solidifies the relationship before we actually move into discussing business and doing sales. Um, and this sort of approach has allowed us to open the segment of the market that's basically not ready to buy right now, but they are considering potential problems that we could solve. Um, and we do the same thing for clients. So what I like to say is that in the agency world, you know, there's basically one to 3% of the market that's buying right now. And in the agency world, 80% or so of agencies, they are fighting for this small 1% to 3% of the market that are buying right now. And this is a red ocean. This is crowded. It's very, very hard to make it because there's just so many agencies out there. It's very, very saturated. Consumers are very, very skeptical nowadays. And the, the segment that you're going after is just so small. Most agencies are ignoring the other 97% of the market They're who are not in buying mode and they're just annoying them. You know, they're just sending them messages that they are going to perceive as spam because they're irrelevant to the, the position that they're at at the moment. So for us, it's a lot more about building the, the relationship. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, how did we make 24 sales in a month, right? More than 60% of those sales were people that we have nurtured and that we spoke with in the previous months. We keep an active CRM, for example, of people and we follow up with them. We consistently keep up with people who are interested and who have problems. And because we don't just basically connect with somebody and try to sell them directly, and instead we connect with them, build a relationship first, and then try to sell them 
That's why we are doing much better. We're basically playing the long game while everybody else is playing the short game. Does that make sense, Brent? Yeah. So, so within, like, are you pulling those opportunities out of LinkedIn or is that nurturing happening directly within that platform? I mean, we are nurturing people in, a, in different ways. So part of it is, of course, through the content that we put out on LinkedIn. Part of it is through what we call value bullets, which is basically very, very short form lead magnets that deliver a quick win that we offer to people as options to basically start or restart conversations with them. Uh, part of it is through our email list. We have a very, very complex follow up. Anybody who enters our sequence, uh, in terms of emails, we have it very well segmented based on the different sort of agencies that we've worked with and also, um, the sort of interests that they show. So um, it's, it's not like we have one thing when it comes to nurturing them. It's a whole system. So, so like it's not, you know, those, those clients that ended up signing up, it wasn't like you guys had a call with them and then, you know, followed back up with them in a month. It's, it's, it's leads and contacts that you were, you know, nurturing within messages or within the content that you have on LinkedIn and these, the value bullets. Absolutely. So it's on LinkedIn and outside of LinkedIn as well. So, um, we, 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 what we do is basically a combination of inbound and outbound. And the way I think about it is if you just have one of them, you're sort of destined, especially in this very, very competitive market of today, you're sort of destined to fail and to struggle. You need much more than that. And I, I mean, the, the big thing that I see with agency owners when I speak with them and I do most of our sales calls. So the way I have it is that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, those are the days when I sell. And then Monday and Friday, I keep them for customers. And Tuesday through Thursday, pretty much every day is almost fully booked. Some days, you know, I have nine, 10 calls. It's pretty much call after call. I do all the selling for the agency. We don't have um, another salesperson. And I like it this way because a lot of the, the way that I sell is actually very, very consultative and involves actually learning about that business and telling them a few secrets, things that they don't actually know about. One of the things that we've developed, which is actually special in this, is that uh, we don't use Sales Navigator when it comes to identifying who to connect with and who to reach out to. Because the issue with Sales Navigator is that usually the results are good just in pages, let's say, one to five, and then you go to like page seven, eight, 10, 15, whatever, and the results are all over the place. Like they're in a different industry now. They're no longer the positions you are going after and so on. So what we've done is we've developed this AI system that we use to create the prospecting lists based on the the people who have booked calls with um, the agencies we work with in the past or who have become their clients. And what it does, it uses several um, databases that are available out there and also researching through Google that it does by itself to create the prospecting lists. And then we have our team who filters through the list. And then once we have the list, we will be doing the outreach. So um, this effectiveness that we gain, so let's say that you would just take 500 prospects from Sales Navigator, the likelihood is that only around 150 of those would be a really, really good fit and the rest 
not so much. With us, it's like 450 out of 500 would be a very, very good fit and the rest not so much. So that's, for example, a big efficiency and one that most people don't know about and don't know how to achieve. Yeah. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e, the number two, msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I love hearing you guys have proven frameworks for LinkedIn lead gen and and navigating that. I mean, it's never a changing world out there within those platforms to to do lead gen. And it sounds like you guys are having some really good success. Tudor, do you have a second to stick around for our lightning round? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What is the best advice you've ever received? That's a tough one, but I would say that the best advice is to stick to your lane and stay focused on what you're doing and not what other people are doing. Um, and this actually ties in with agency owners because very often as an ag- agency owners, I see them being very, very confused because they hear very conflicting advice out there and they don't really know what to do and they sort of lose track of a way to manage their thinking about the business and the next steps that they should go through. So with myself, I like to stick to my own lane and I like to think through my situation in specific detail and exactly how I can improve it. And that's exactly how I came up with the NPOD model that we use and also our network nurture and convert framework that we use specifically on LinkedIn to get the results that we do. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? I would say the fact that when I work on something, I tend to be very, very obsessive about it. And I don't let go until I actually do it. I tend to be very fast at doing things. um, Meaning that, you know, if if you would expect something to take, let's say you would assign a developer, for example, to make some changes to a website and you would expect them to take to take them three, four days. I would do that in one day or less. I would say that these things, trying to always improve in terms of my speed of doing things and staying focused on my priorities and what truly matters, I would say that those two things are the most important. Can you share an internet resource or tool that you've been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? I mean, I don't really use so many tools, but if I had to name one, it would be Notion. Um, Nowadays, we do most of our management in Notion, both in terms of managing projects, in managing our CRM, um, in keeping track of leads. So that's the tool that I would name. You, you, it's pretty much infinitely customizable and it's a combination of many, many other tools like Trello that are brought under one roof. And what book could you recommend and why? That's also a very hard question. The, the first book that I've read that really influenced me in terms of business was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. 
Aside from that, I would probably also say the Millionaire Fasting by MJ DeMarco. Uh, both of them are very good. Think and Grow Rich more from the mindset perspective, which I find to be very, very useful um, in terms of keeping a positive attitude. As you know, there's times in business where you don't feel like you're going to make it, but you still have to push through and uh, keep going. And the Millionaire Fast Lane, it's more about the framework, about delivering value and knowing how you can create relative value for your customers. And for myself and my agency, um, I feel we've done that because we're not a lead generation agency and we're not in coaching and training uh, business. We're a mixture between the two of them. We've created a new business model, which is our differentiation in the market. We offer people a new model to do things and we teach them in our model. And we also do things for them, a combination between the two of them. So I would say that knowing how you can create this sort of relative value in the market that can make you stand out uh, is a big, big thing. We will link out to Millionaire Fastlane and Think and Grow Rich on our show notes page. If you want to check those out, go to yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you listen to this week of, you'll see Tudor's image up there at the top. Click on Tudor and you'll see notes, takeaways, nuggets, and those links to the books as well as a link over to Notion. If you're not using Notion or haven't checked that out, definitely take a look at that and see if or how it might be able to help you in your business. Tudor, how can folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? So I'm the, the biggest resource would be to go to tanda.digital. That's our main website and they can learn about our business and what we do there. There's also tanda.digital slash resources where they can find a lot of resources with our methods and thinking about growing agencies. I've already mentioned the LinkedIn playbook that we have, which is our strategies. That's basically tanda.digital slash playbook. And finally, there's my LinkedIn profile. I'm very, very active in terms of content and value that I provide to agency owners out there. So I recommend any agency owner that basically sells to the B2B market. They sell to other businesses. They should follow me. They can get in touch, say hi. I speak with almost everybody. I manage my profile alone and they can get a lot of value from there in terms of the content. And I post all the time up-to-date stuff, basically things that we are using for ourselves. That's also one of the distinguishing features about us because basically uh, our marketing is our product, right? So what we do for other agencies, we do for ourselves. There's no difference basically there. Very cool. Well, we will link out to that Tanda uh, playbook as well as your website and your LinkedIn profile over on our show notes page. So if you're on the road or on a run or on your bike like me, then check out yougurus.com slash podcast after the show. Find the show notes section and uh, you'll see all those links there from Tudor and the Tanda team. Uh, check out their content. Really awesome stuff. Great resources, great downloads. And you can find that all at yougurus.com slash podcast. Tudor, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. It's my pleasure, Brian. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, 
free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.